Let's go. Gutvach. Okay, today's daf is Davav. And we're going to back up just a drop and begin again on the bottom line on Daf Hayam Rebez. We are up to Omar Rabbi Yechanan on the very bottom line of 5b. Let's get going over here. All right? We all have the place? Omar Rabbi Yechanan. Rabbi Yechanan says, When I was a young child, I said something to the elderly people and they were very happy with me. The Ishtakach Kavosi, top of today's daf. And it turns out that I was correct. Okay. What did he say when he was a young child that the elderly people agreed with him about? They agreed with Rabbi Yechanan. So here we go. He says, The city of Hamas, the city of Hamas, Zu Tveria, is just another name for the city of Tveria. And the reason we're getting on to this is because we just listed uh, names of various cities that have the reading of the Megillah on the 14th or 15th. Okay, says, Hamas is Tveria. Why would another name for Tveria? Be Hamas al Shum Chamei Tveria, because Chamei Tveria we know the, the hot springs of Tiberias of Tveria. So Chama is the warmth, referring to the warmth. Another name, nickname for Tveria, Rekes Zutzipari. Whenever you see the word Rekes as a name of a city, that is referring to the city of Tzipari. But why would it have a nickname called Rekes? Rekes. Why is another name Rekes? Mishum de Medalia Kiraksa Denara, because. It's right above the other towns in its vicinity. The same way riverbanks come above the river and they have a, they're perched a drop higher, so too the city of Tsipairi is called Rekes because it's also perched a little higher up uh, than the surrounding cities. Kinaret Zugi Naisar. The city of Kinaret is another name for the city of Genosar. So why is it called Kinaret? Dimisiki Peria. Because as very sweet fruit, kikola, like the sound, the kinre of a harp. How beautiful. Period. Yep. The word kinar, we know, David HaMelech played a kinar. He played a harp. So, ginosar um, uh, has particularly sweet fruits that people use as a metaphor, um, the, the sweetness of the sound of a harp. So, again, what happened? Rabbi Yochanan, as a young child, said these ideas that Hamas is Tveria, Rekas is Sipairi, Kineris is Gineisar, and the elderly people agree with him. Omar says, What's so, um, is there anybody who says that Rekas, which we just said is Sipori, is not Tveria? Meaning, it must be a mistake, because we know Rekas is Tveria. When uh, a nobleman Passes away here in Gullus. Hossam softile hachi. In Tiveria, they give a hespit and they say, Godolhu b'sheishach v'shem loy barakas. He was great in sheishach and he had a chosh of a name in rekes. Now, who's saying this? Tiveria people. Tiveria people are saying seemingly about themselves that, yeah, he passed away in Bavel. But here, even here in Tiveria, oh, boy, was he considered a nobleman. And when the Arab comes to bury him in here in Eretz Yisrael, they give him the following hespid. Uh, those who love the Sridim and dwell in Rekes. Okay, now Sridim means the leftover ones. It's referring to at that time those living in Eretz Yisrael. Go and accept those who were killed down in the valleys of Babel. Okay. 
be it as it may, the Gemara's got a question. What's the question? Rabbi Echanan says, I said a statement as a young man or a child. And I said, Chamas is Tveria. Rekes is Tzipori. Kineret is Genoiser. And everybody agree with me, the older people agree with me. How could they agree with you that Rekes is Tzipori? Rekes clearly is Tveria. Answers the Gemara. Kinoch Nafshei de Rav and when, I'm sorry, the Gemara is not going to. And when Rav Zera died, there was somebody who gave a hespit about him, and they said, Eretz Shinar, the land of Shinar, Hara, it, it conceived, became pregnant, the Yolda, and it gave birth. That's referring to Bavel. Bavel grew this child, Rav Zera, and gave birth to him, Eretz Tzvi, and the land of, of beauty, the land of Eretz Yisrael, Gidla Shashuel. It was raised to enjoyment. Whoa, says Rekes. That we lost our Klichemda. So the Gemara is actually not answering. The Gemara is continuing on in the question. And the Gemara is proving from here that, again, Rekes is a place in Eretz Yisrael. It is, uh, I'm sorry, Rekes is, is referring to the people of Tiberia that came to to eulogize Rav Zera, and it's not talking about Tiberius. We have two reasons why Rav Yechanan, as a young child, was wrong. Ella Amar So rather, Rav says, let's change it. You're right. You're right that the original statement of Rav Yechanan, it doesn't make sense that the elderly people agree with him. So what is the pshat? What are Taka, the names of the city? Ella Amar Rather, Rav says as follows. He says, Hamas. Zu Chame Gerar. Hamas is referring to the Chame Gerar. Rekes Zu Tveria. Rekes is Tveria. Kineret Zu Ginoiser. Kineret is Ginoiser. So Rekes is now being Tveria. Good. Why is Tveria called Rekes? Even the empty people are filled with mitzvahs as a pomegranate. Now listen to this. I always, I've counted pomegranates a long time ago. About 12 years ago, I sat down with my nephew and we opened up pomegranates in Eretz Yisrael. And we counted, and it was nowhere near 613. That's what you do when you're bored. You count pomegranate seeds. My pomegranate had like 360-something, and his had even less. So we're like, aha, to be full of mitzvahs like a pomegranate does not mean 613. So I looked, I looked around, and I found that what does it mean full of mitzvahs like a pomegranate? It means that the same way you open up a pomegranate, you think you've seen it, but then you, you like crack it again, and there's like a whole new compartment of seeds. So too it is with a yid. When you see a yid on the surface, you think you see how good they are. There's so much more that lies underneath. That's what it means that even the empty yidim, the empty ones, are still full of mitzvahs. People have a lot more than you think. That's the var. But I want to tell you something. I shared this. I shared this just a few months ago in shul. And um, one of the uh, uh, young professionals that joined Avi Roberts' program, they were in, he was in Shul Shabbos morning, and he emailed me after Shabbos, and if you Google an average pomegranate around the world, how many, you can Google it right now, how many seeds are in an average pomegranate? It's 613. Go look. It's unbelievable. Somebody, is somebody checking this up? Yeah, right? Okay, let me, 613 on average. India. No, where'd you find it? Where does it, what, what does it say? It's called indiastudychannel.com. Yeah, and it says there's 613 seeds in a pomegranate. In a pomegranate. 
Bamish. But still, it's the same message, such a Heliga message. Even in empty Yid, we have a lot more mitzvahs coming our way than we even know. Because, Baruch Hashem, people are good people. And we do a lot more mitzvahs than we give ourselves credit for. Mamish, such an important, uh, such an important, important Gemara. And I was told, Rabbi Yale, to give you a, a Mazel Tov on your, your Bar Mitzvah anniversary. For filling me in. Okay, here we go. Revier Miyama, Revier Miyama says, Rekes Shema, Tiveria, the real name is Rekes, and Tiveria is the nickname. Why is Rekes called Tiveria? It sits in the Tibura, it sits in like the, the belly button. You know, it sits in the middle of Eretz Yisrael. Rabba Omar Rabba says, Rekes Shema, Velomenik Rishro Tiveria, it's really one's original name was Rekas. Why is it switched to Tveria? Shetayva Reiyasa. It's a beautiful city. Yeah, that's Tveria. Beautiful Tveria. Tiv Reiya. It's beautiful to look at. It's a beautiful. Uh, it's a beautiful location. Okay. Amar Zeira. Zeira says, really Kitrain Zuti Pairi. Kitrain is Zipari. Why is it called Zipari? She is Sheves Baraisha Harket Zipar. It sits on top of a hill the same way a, uh, a bird is always perched on top of wherever it sits, right? A bird perches up all the way on top. So, Kitrain is called Tsipari for that reason. But Kitrain Tsipari, is it really true? Kitrain is Tsipari. But Kitrain was, was in part of the portion that went to Zavulun. How do you know that? Because it says in the Pasuk, Zavulun. Okay, well, Zavulun did not kick out those who lived in Kitrain and Nahalal. And, it's, and also Zavulun was not happy with the land that he ended up with. Originally, when Zavulun got his portion of Eretz Yisrael, he wasn't happy. Shinamar, as it says in the Pesach, Zavulun... He was very upset to the point of death. Now, let's explain first of all why. Let's explain these verses. Before we get back to our question, again, let's keep in mind, what are we aiming for in our Gemara? The Gemara is challenging. We said Kitrain is Sipairi, and we're now going to prove that Kitrain was given to Zavulun and Sipairi wasn't. So that statement can't be correct. That's really what's going to be the ultimate question. But in the meantime... We're, we're clarifying this situation with Zavulun. Matam, ask the Gemara, what is the reason why Zavulun was so upset with the land that they received in Eretz Yisrael? Mishum de Naftali Amarai Meisada. It says Naftali was on the Marai Meisada. He had the higher, um, you know, uh, above sea level uh, land. Omar Zavulun v'nekadosh baruchu. And Zavulun, Naftali got the high land, and Zavulun said... My brother gets all the fields and vineyards. I get mountains and hills. My brothers get all these lands. I'm getting lakes and rivers. Let me tell you something. You're right that your land is not as fertile and not as great as far as the land productivity. But let me tell you something. You have the Hevla Gechilazoi. Where Tcheles comes from. Klal Yisrael is depend on you. You just have a different role in what you're going to offer to Klal Yisrael. Your job is not to work the land and the orchards and the fields. You're going to offer them the chilazin. 
Shinamar as it says, right from Vizay Sabracha. They call from the mountain, and the Chilazain um, is hidden in the sand, covered in the sand. Tani Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef taught us, Sifuni Zechilazain. Sifuni is referring to Chilazain. Timuni is referring to Tris. Okay? Rashi says it's a tuna, all right? Different fish. In other words, Zavulan's living by the sea. Chayel, sand, zu, zechuches, levana. It's white glass. Amr Lefana. So HaKadosh Baruch is telling you, Zavulan, relax. You're right, your land's not as good. But you're, you're by the banks. You're going to have the fish, you're going to have the chilos, you're going to have the glass from the sand. You have so much precious, uh, precious parts of my creation to offer to Eretz Yisrael and to Klai Yisrael. So I'm on the phone of Zvulun says, Yerbani Shalom, me maidiyeni. Here's the problem. He says, Yerbani Shalom, I get it. But there's a difference between real estate and fish that I need to go out and get. And really, anybody can get. In other words, if you give me land, like you gave my brothers, it's very clear who the owner is. But you're telling me I'm, I'm, I could get tuna, and get the chilazain, and get the white sand. That stuff comes from Hefker. How do I know another Sheva that's just not going to come along and start taking that too? Omar Allah, Yaakov Baruch says, Shom Yiz B'chu Zivchei Tzedek. There, they're going to bring Zivchei Tzedek, Simmons at Yehilach, meaning I'm going to give you a sign. Kol Anybody who takes your special products without paying for it, All they're going to do is lose out. It ain't going to work. What are they going to try to do? Take the Chilazah and says, Rashi, the, the color will change. They're not going to get the proper color. That's my promise to you. That's my simon. That's my sign to you. You're, you're, in other words, Zvulin, you're right. Everybody else has got their real estate. They could, put a, they could put a fence around it. You don't have a fence. He says, about, here's my promise. My promise is that anybody, the moment they try to take it, will realize they have nothing to gain because ultimately it won't work out. Okay, now let's get back to our question. The Isalka Daita. Now, if you're going to tell me, Kitrain Zutzi Pairi, Amai Misraim Ami Daisav, why is Zavulan upset with the land that he received? Pairi was a precious, special city. As far as land, fertile orchards, vineyards, how is it possible that Kitrain is Tsipairi if Zavulan had Kitrain and he's still complaining about his land? Because if Kitran really is Sipari, he had great land. That's the Gemara's question. The Teiman, if you're going to answer me. The Lesbachal of Zavashal Devash. Yeah, listen. It's got a, it's a nice piece of land, but it's not flowing milk and honey. I myself saw Tsipari flowing milk and honey. It is. It was like 12 miles long and 12 miles wide. It got plenty. So we still have our question. If Kitran is Tipari, why is Vulan upset? Vichitaman, if you want to answer something else. Delay Nefisha, Dide, Kahua, that maybe Tipari was special, but it's still not the same amount of land as his brothers. Right? Maybe his complaint was, thank you for Tipari, but everybody else has much more land flowing with milk and honey. No. I saw the whole Erzor flowing with milk and honey, Baba Kamebe. 
It was the size of the area between Beikubi and Tobakni, which is 22 parsa by 6 parsa, which is even less. So if Sipari is flowing 16 mil by 16 mil, and the rest of Eretz Yisrael is 22, there's no complaining. So we have our question. And the question is, how can Rav Zaira say, Kitrain is Sipari, if Kitrain is by Zavulun, and Zavulun is kvetching. If he had Sipari, there's no way he's kvetching. Question mark. That's the question. On that, answers the Gemara. No. We're sticking to our guns. Kitrain is Sipari. Aye, what about our question? Says the Gemara. Afilu hachi Even though Tzipari was long milk and honey, he still wanted Sadesukramim. He wanted fields and vineyards. He didn't want the land flowing in milk and honey. He wanted grapes. He wanted wheat. Now, where do you see that? Take an army. You could actually be Medayik. You could imply this from the words in the Pasuk. Tachsev. Because the Pasuk said, if Naftali Naftali was sitting in the highlands, right? It was in the higher parts of the field. Shema you learn from here that the fact that he's comparing himself to Naftali, that Zvon's comparing to Naftali, that was the type of land he wanted. The lands that sit higher up, the fields and the orchards. Okay? And that's why, um, and that's why he was upset. Now, we're walking away from this particular conversation, but it's fascinating to note that Zavulun, you know, just notice how it took time to divide Eretz Yisrael. Right? For example, um, the first Shemitah year in Eretz Yisrael took place 21 years after entering because Shemitah cycle only starts once we settled in Eretz Yisrael. And it took us seven years to conquer the land. And then seven more years to ultimately divide it up in a way where the Shvatim all walked away okay. Where like everybody agreed. It took 14 years to finally settle, even after we entered. 14 years to like settle. Like everybody knew where they were going, what they're going to do, where they're going to live. Right? And then, which means year 15 is the first year of the Shemitah cycle. And year 21 was the first Shemitah in Eretz Yisrael. So it's not like a tain on Zavulun. When you think about it, when Eretz Yisrael is being divided amongst the Shvatim, you know everybody was interested in getting a chelak that worked for them, and Zavulun was given the ports, you know, and the and the chilazin and so on and so forth, and they said, you know, we prefer we prefer a different portion, and that's that's really what the complaint was. Not that their portion was bad; they still had Tzipari, they still had all these things, but they wanted similar to Naftali. Om Rabbi Yabal, Rabbi Yabal says, Ve'ekrain ti akher. Ekrain is going to be uprooted. What does that mean? Zukisri basetim shiyah shevaz be'enachilainis. This is referring to Kasaria from Edom. That is on the beach. It's by lots of sand. V'hoisa yoser tekua li Yisrael. And it was a tremendous calling, meaning like a, a it was all like, like a thorn, like a pain in the neck. It's always calling out to call Yisrael. Be may in the days of the Greeks. Okay? 
this Caesarea place ended up being like a, a, a holding point for the Greeks and ended up being like where all the stuff went down not good for Kal finally conquered the Yavanim. They changed the name to the captured Migdal, the captured tower of Shir. Okay. Amr We're going through different areas and portions of Eretz I will remove blood from his mouth. and his disgusting things. from between his teeth. and he will remain to Hashem. What in the world does this pasuk mean? Says the Gemara. Vasiraisi damav mipiv. I will take blood out of his mouth. That means zebes mabamaya shalahem. It's referring to the bamaya homes. What is bamaya? It's referring to these these altars, these mizbechais that they would sprinkle their bloods for avaydazar. Vishikutza mibein shino, and they're discussing things from between his teeth. Zebes galia shalahem. This is their house of galia. These referring to the Bateimidriyas and Bateimidrashos of Eden. What does that mean? That all the Abesakneses and Ashul in Galus ultimately is going to be everlasting. There's a fascinating, um, you know. Let, let's wait. Let's wait. I'm gonna, it's, it's, I'll give you a little. We'll give a little sneak peek to this that um, Chazal teaches us. That when the, the Beis Hamikdash is rebuilt, the Beis Hamikdash is going to be the size of Yerushalayim. Yerushalayim is going to be um, the size of all of Eretz Yisrael. Eretz Yisrael also is going to expand as well. How is the Beis Hamikdash going to be so large? So Chazal teach us that all the Bate Knesias and Bate Medrashos that housed the Shechina in Golis are going to physically pick up. And attach themselves to the Beis Hamikdash. They're going to become one with the Beis Hamikdash. If you have a shul, all oh, Baruch Hashem, the beautiful local Tiradika shuls that we have here, and the Chadarim and the Yeshivas, they're all going to pick. The buildings will pick up and connect to the Beis Hamikdash, S- symbolizing we were zeichet to help rebuild this. We kept the Shechina go. We kept the the Tira and Tefila go. And he'll be like a, a, a chief in Yehuda, and Ekrain will be like Yavusi, will be like Yerushalayim. Rashi says, Elu, this is referring to the theaters, Treater, a theater, and the circuses of Edom. That in the future, the, the Torah is going to publicly be learned in these places. You hear All these large edifices that officially are built for the cardinals, built for sports, ultimately we're going to need them to house um, our gatherings of, uh, of Tyra. Anybody here been to MetLife? Yeah. Last year, Mashas, we already saw this, uh, this Gemara starting to come to fruition. The place of Leshem is the place of Pamyos. Ikrain Teyaker, Ekrain will be uprooted. This was a metropolis, a metropolis, right, of, of kings. This was like where 
they would set up shop, all the noblemen. Some say that that's where the kings were, the princes were raised. That that's where they would go for their um, inaugur- you know, inauguration of their kings. If somebody tells you to destroy Kesaria and Yerushalayim, it's not possible. It's not possible they're both going to be ruined at the same time. If you tell me that both Kesaria and Yerushalayim are going to be going full throttle, meaning the Greeks and Klal Yisrael, Edoim, Esav, and Yaakov, Al-Tam. Somebody says, Kisari is going to be destroyed, and Yerushalayim will be Gezunt, or Chav Yerushalayim, Yashua, Kisari, then Tam. It's either Yaakov or Esav. Neither are ever down, and neither are ever both up. Shenemar, Imolso, Hacharava. One is filled up when the other one is destroyed. In Malaya Zoo, if one is full, Kharbazu, by definition, the other one's destroyed. In Malaya Zoo, if one's full, Kharbazu, uh, the other one is destroyed. has another source proving that both Yaakov and Esav are not both up at the same time. That one kingship will always be stronger than the other. And Rabbi Yitzchak says, we're now going to keep talking about the 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 battle between Yaakov and Esau. And Rabbi Yitzchak says, um, it, There's grace to the Russia, but he doesn't learn Tzidkus. What does that mean? Be nice to Esau. Give grace to Esau. Hashem says to Yitzchak, Russia, who? Give grace to Yitz to Esav. It's a Russia. Omar Lai. Yitzchak says, Baal Loma Tzedek. Didn't he learn how to be a Tzedek? Omar Lai. Kavish Baruch Hu says, Be'eretz Nechaycha Isya Abel. In the land of the good ones, Ya Abel, he's Manuvel, right? He's, he's, uh, he's wrong, okay? Meaning he's, he's, he's up to no good. So Yisroch says, If that's Taka, his ultimate uh, destination is to go ahead and destroy Yaakov, so then he will never be able to see the glory and the greatness of the Rabbani Shlai. Okay. Simcha, three lines from the bottom of Vav Amaral. says, don't give Hashem the desires of the Rishayim and don't remove, you ready? Yaraimu Sel. Don't take out his ring. Do not give Esav what he wants. Again, keep in mind, Esav, we're not, we're not dealing with Esav only as the person. We're, de- we're dealing with Esav as an entity. Esav is the Satan. Esav is the Itzahara. Esav is the Malach HaMobes. He's the prosecutor, right? The Gemara tells us that the Sarei Shal Esav, Samoel, what Esav represents, is all these things. See, Yaakov says to the do not give Esav what he wants. Zumamayal Tafik, don't take out his ring. What does that mean? Zu, this is referring to Tap of Amud Bey's Garmamyo Shal Adoim. This is referring to Germany of Adoim. If they become great, they will destroy the entire world. 
The Yomar Rav Chama Bar I don't know for sure this is Germany, but it certainly sounds like it. And Rav Chama Bar Chanina says, "Talas me'akitire toga ika begarmem There's three hundred princes in Garmamio of Edom who talas me'avshisim chamisha marzavni ika b'raimi, and there's three hundred sixty-five generals in rhyme. So three hundred princes of Edom, and there's three hundred sixty-five generals in Rome. Ubechol yuma nafki hani laape hani, and every day they they uh what's it called when they have these in the coliseums they go at each other what are those people called gladiators something i don't know whatever um and one of them ends up being killed um and then they need to figure out who's going to become the new king okay you know what this means baruch hashem Baruch Hashem, we want peace in the world. Halavai there's shalom, right? But if the, sometimes if there's not, if you don't have peace in the world, and you have two countries fighting, at least they're not blaming it on the Jews. At least they're not. At least they're busy with themselves, right? The, you know, if that's what they're going, they want to go at each other. Go at each other. Just let this yid live. You know, let us let us do our best to be uh, Avdei Hashem. Famous Gemara. Okay, very important Gemara. If somebody says, I tried to learn Torah, and I did not find, I cannot learn Torah. You say, yes, you could. He says, no, I can't. I tried it. Al-Tamen. Do not believe him. It's impossible. There's no crucial for us and crucial for our own under, for, for our own learning and for anybody else that, that we hear speak like this. There's no such thing as a Jew that can't learn Torah. Any person that stood at Harsinai or joined the tribe has an automatic part in Torah. And if they say, I tried everything, you say it's not possible. So I, but why am I not successful? Because you tried the wrong thing. You got to try a different way. Some people learn faster, some people learn slower. Some people learn this way, some people learn that way. You just never tried it the right way. But if a person says, I cannot learn Torah, I tried to learn Torah, and it doesn't work, there's no way, I'll tell him, do not believe him. It's not true. Also, if somebody says, Torah comes easy to me. Eh, it's not such hard work, simple dimple. Yeah, big deal. I understand things in a second. Oh, Torah comes al Taman, you don't have Taira. You have knowledge. That's not Taira. You know what Taira is? When you struggle at something, when you go after something, when you had to develop and work, the same way Kalal Yisrael, by definition, has been through thick and thin, through Egypt, through the Cossacks, through the Inquisitions, through the Holocaust. You struggle through something, you come out much stronger on the other end. Tamen. That's when the person truly has Torah. It's not about, it's impossible to have Torah and say, I'm sorry, it's impossible to have Torah and say, I didn't even work for it. You know what that means? You don't have Torah. You have something else. You're, you're, you're not developed by the Torah. You got a Torah cut. Says the Gemara. Hani midu b'divrei Torah. This is true by Torah. When it comes to earning a living, you think you're going to work 15 hours a day 
and give up on your Torah learning and stop learning Dafyomi uh, because you don't have time anymore? You think when you turn away from Hashem, Hashem will give you more siyat at the Shabbat? Give me a break. Not possible. And therefore, says the Gemara, Afra tired. But you know, when it comes to business, you put in what needs to be put in, and you need siyat at the Shabbat. You dab for siyat And when it comes to Vreitaira, this is as far as sharpening your understanding. How great of a memory you have. Also, you need siyat Some people remember their learning for longer. It's people for shorter. Right? Everybody's got different types of memories for what, for what they need. Now, you could daven for a greater memory. Right? But also, it's all part of siyat You could ask for additional siyat deshmaya in how, in, in how long we remember. But every person, it doesn't change. Every person has a chilek in Torah. Every person, every yid can learn Torah. It's not true. If somebody says, I can't, it's a cop-out, it's not true. Says the Gemara, right here. Quote this Gemara to them. And to ourselves, if needed. And Yitzchak says, If you see a Russia, I'm going to say, you know something? He's a low life. God's going to help me. If you see a Russia, that fortune is smiling on him. Don't mess. Do not mutzitzich. Don't get involved with mereim with bad people. Okay, meaning in this world, to an extent, Hashem does give them sometimes a little bit of an upper leg. To you know. Use up your schosim. No, you, you think it's all about this world? All right, fine. We'll make it all about this world. And therefore, a tzaddik has to be careful in this world to the extent that we mess with a Russia. Because if, if the Russia has mazel right now, don't, don't, don't rock the boat. He's, he's going to be okay at all times in this world. You might even take him to court, and he might end up being victorious. Ah, where's God? Gemara is telling us, this world's a different world. This world's a fake world. Hashem allows there to be mazel at certain points to goyim in this world. It won't last, but at certain stages he'll have it. Your, your, uh, your mishpah, your judgments are elevated from him, right? meaning on his behalf. And this Russia may even be victorious over his enemies. And all of those who are his um, enemies, his adversaries, Baham. He just he, he just needs to blow, and they'll blow right away. Fascinating statement from Rabbi Yitzhak, No, right? Rabbi Yitzhak saying, "Listen, you know somebody's a Russia, Mazel's going. Be hesitant now." Let's get into this. Says the Gemara, whoa. Eni, is that true? Is that true that if you see a, a, a Russia, that you just let him do what he wants? Leave him alone? Don't mess with him? Is that true? Go stand up against the Russia. Go mutzitzach with him. Tell him off. Tell him to get out of your face. Right? Say, I don't need you here. What are you doing, you wicked person? What's your problem? It says, Torah, those who forsake Torah, Yahalu Russia, they're the ones who 
They, they praise the Russia. Hey, no, somebody is not a Ben Torah. When they praise the wrong people. Vishomrei Torah, but somebody who's a protector of Torah, Yizgarubam, will fight against the wickedness. Vitani, we learned in the Brizer of the Stoi Barmosan, Omer of the Stoi Barmosan says, You're allowed to, to agitate Risham in this world. If somebody were to come to you and say, Hey, what about those other verses we quoted previously? Hey, be very careful. This guy's a wimp, right? He's, he's wimping out and quoting these psukim. You know what we say to him? You're a wimp. Because you're a wimp, you're quoting those verses. Meaning, and this is true, okay, unfortunately, you can find a Dvar Torah to back up any agenda you have. You want to come and wimp out and say, oh, but says, uh, don't mess with Risham. You say, yeah, that's because you, you're weak. Ella, rather, what does it mean? Don't, don't uh, fight with a Russia. What taka does that mean? It means, Leah is Kimreim. It means just don't don't get close where you start thinking like it takes two to tango. Okay? So the moment you start getting involved in conversation with this Russia, you're gonna start being manipulated a little bit to think like him. It means just like get away. Don't even don't even uh, you know do anything that get involved in anything that, that makes you involved with the Russia. And what does it mean? Don't be jealous of those who do wrong. Don't be like them. Don't, uh, that, that a person's heart should never be jealous of a sinner. So we got a big problem here. Rabbi Yitzchak's quoting these verses to say, don't mess with a Russia at the time that he has mazel. And over here we have Rabbi Yechon quoting Roshim Barichai to say, whoever says that is a wimp is just scared. Can't say that. So what's going on here? How do we reconcile this? Answers the Gemara like Kasha. There's no question. Ha bemili diday, ha bemili dishmaya. If you have a personal thing going on with a Russia, and Mazel is shining on him, don't mess. But if you have what to stand up about, in the name of Hashem. Because this Russia is spreading Averis. This Russia is spewing all sorts of gossip, slander, and Yechas V'Sholem against Hamidei Chachamim and the Rebbeinu Shalom. Then, don't worry. Go take him out. Not, not, not take him out by killing him. Meaning, go contend with him. Knock off what he's trying to do. Viva Yisema. Or if you want, you could say, Even Rabbi Yitzhak and Roshim Bar both Rabbi Yitzhak and Roshim Bar are both dealing with your personal things. It depends if you're a tzaddik or not. If you're a complete tzaddik, you don't need to worry about mazel. If you're not a complete tzaddik and mazel smiling on him, be very careful. Because you also have your own pekulas of Averis that you're carrying, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu may not you know, give you the success that you think. Because Rav Huna says, What's shot in the Pesach which says, Why do you look um, at the Baigdim, the, Tachrish, uh, and be quiet, Baigdim uh, are those who do wrong. Tachrish and be quiet. Bebala with those who are uh, are bebala rush when the Russia is swallowing tzaddik mimenu the tzaddik from him. What does it mean? Tzaddik mimenu bailea, meaning a tzaddik can be successful against somebody if you're a bigger tzaddik. Tzaddik gomor ina 
but a tzaddik gomor can never be swallowed. So if you're a person who's a regular tzaddik, sometimes the Russia could be matzliach. A tzaddik gomor, a complete tzaddik, he can't be matzliach. Levi Sam, another possible answer is, Shom Mesachekes Leishaini. Rabbi Yisrael says, when Mazel is shining on the Russia, don't mess with him. Rabbi Yechelen was quoting a Shem to say, it's okay, but they didn't mention when Mazel's shining on him. It could be that they would agree that if it seems to be HaKadosh Baruch who's giving, uh, you know, uh, it's good times for the Russia right now, even they would agree that, uh, even Rosh Hashanah would agree to hold off. And you shouldn't contend with the Russia as of that moment. Okay. Last piece of Gemara before the Mishnah. Two dots were on the first medium-wide line. Amar Ula. Ula says, Italia shal yavan Italia of Lavan is what we know, the big city of Rome. It's 300 parsa by 300 parsa. Okay? It's about, uh, about close, a little less than three miles by three miles. The Yeshba Shin Samad Eishwag was at 365 marketplaces. For each day of the year, the smallest market are the ones that sell birds, chickens. And every day the king comes and he, he eats in them. And everybody who's existing in the city, even if they are migrants, yeah, people who, who are, aren't natives, they didn't come from there. Naitol, I lost the place, I'm sorry. Yeah, Naitol Prasi Beis HaMelech, they go and they get a, uh, what's it called? Um, they get a pras. No, uh, um, oh. Right, the money, they're, they're right. a stimulus check. A stimulus check. Oh, yeah? And everybody there got a stimulus check. $1,400 from the king. And uh, anybody who was born there, even if they, current living, even if they cur- weren't currently living there, they also got a stimulus check. And there were 3,000 bathhouses in Rome. There were 500 windows that, br- that brought the smoke further away outside of the city. This way, the city will remain beautiful and they shouldn't become darkened. From the smoke, Tzidai Echad Yam. One side has an ocean, Tzidai Echad Haram Mugvayis. One side has mountains and hills, Tzidai Echad Mechitzah Shabarza. One was iron, Tzidai Echad Cholses O Metzula. And one side was more um, like very uh, uh, swampy. One side was very swampy. Okay, so um, you see from this Gemara that Rome, descendants of Esav. They've, they've got strength. They've got physical bracha from... The, the, I shouldn't say bracha. They've got physical things from the Rabbani Shalom. Right? And that's how it is while we're in Golis. Ula's like pointing out to us, like, notice Rome. And notice that such a thing, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kataka allowed to happen. All you, gotta, you could see Rishayim have it seemingly good in this world. Okay, Baruch Hashem, we know as Yidin, what's the message for us? What's the message for us? So, my Bobby Per, my mother's mother, as a Kareen Lebracha, whenever she would see the ladies in Shul with their fancy, schmancy purses, 
she would quell. She would get very excited, and she would say, everybody else had a problem with the, the Prada and the Gucci and the, you know, uh, all the fancy, schmancy brands. Like when my grandmother saw the, the fanciness, she would, mamash got very excited, and she would say, Mashiach is coming. And everybody said, why? Because Chazal teach us that when we leave Golos, it's going to be the same as when we left Mitzrayim. Shuvi Yerushalayim, Ketzesimi Mitzrayim, right? We're going to return the same way when we left Mitzrayim. We were decked out in gold and diamonds and fancy purses. And we had, whenever she would see money and call Yisrael, she got all excited. She said, ah, Mashiach's coming. That's a sign of the times. Ah, she got... <laughs> one day, one day. Um, as long as she doesn't hear the vart, I'm fine. I'm sorry. As long as she doesn't hear this vart, I'm fine. You know what I mean? But if you see Rome has all these things, how much more so? What are we in for? Baruch Hashem. When we have the, you know, in the, in the times of Mashiach, when we have Elam Hazen and Elam Haba merging together, right? There's so much more within the bracha that the Rabbanishon has to offer. Okay. We're now up to the Mishnah on the second wide line. All right, we're running a little late. Let's, uh, let's move along over here. Says the Mishnah. And then they make a leap year later. This year is a leap year. We know we're going to have uh, read the Megillah in the second month of Adar. But you don't have to... Do, what happened was, before the calendar was established, they can make a second Adar during the first Adar. So what happens if they had a whole Purim, and then a week after Purim, they say, you know what, we're making it a leap year. So now it's going to be another Adar. Karen Esau Badr you read Megillah again in the second Adar. You understand the case? Yeah? They didn't know during the first Adar there was going to be a second Adar. So they did the regular mitzvahs. Still, you need to do it again in the second month. There's no difference in Adarish and Adarshani. Elakriyas and Megillah, Matanas Abedim, except for Kriyas Megillah and Matanas Le'ev Yainim. Okay, now, what exactly this means? The Gemara will establish for us, and it's mamish very important for us, right? It's Geshmak, because this year, we know, is a leap year. And our next Yom Tif coming up is Pidu. So let's get going. It seems that both in Adarisha and Adarshini, we have the four special Parshias, right? Starting with Parsha Shkalim, right? The four special Parshas that are read, um, that are read beforehand. We have Shkalim, Parshas Zohar, Parshas Para, Parshas Achaydesh, so those apply both in the, um, th- th- those could be done either in the first Adar or the second Adar. It doesn't make an Afkamina. That's what, uh, that's what seems to, uh, that seems to be what the Gemara is paskening at the outset. Now, Mari Masnison, who is the Tana of our Mishnah? Tana Kama, Veloi Reb Lazar, Vereb Yesi, Veloi Reb Shimming, Amli Al-Asana Tana Kama, the following Brayser, nor is it Reb Shimming, the son of Reb Yesi, nor is it Rav Shimon ben Gamliel. Now, what are we talking about? Let's read the Bryson. The time. I'm going to move along. If anybody wants to slow me down with questions because it's unclear, please ask. Then afterwards, they decide to make a second Adar. You have to read the Megillah again in the second Adar. Because any mitzvah we do in the second month, can also be done in the first month. Even if you read the Megillah in the first month, you must do it again in the second month. Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Yaisi, Rabbi Eliezer, the son of Rabbi Yaisi, argues. He says, No, you do not read Megillah again in Adarshani. 
If you did in the first Adar and they make a second month, no need to read it again. Because any mitzvah you do in the second month is okay if you already did it in the first month. You must do it again in the second month. It's not a choice to do it the first or second. You, all, you, first, you, you must do it again in the second month. Any mitzvah you do in the second month, the first one doesn't count. However, when it comes to Hespedim and Tanis, everybody's in agreement. There's no Hespid on Yudalit Adarishain or Tesvab Adarishain, and there's also no Hespedim and Tanesim on Yudalit and Tesvab Adarshain. Okay. Now, says the Gemara, Rashiming Amil Hanatanakama, Rashiming Amil, the third opinion, who says that you must do it again in the second Adar, seems to be the same as the Tanakama. Who said you got to do it in the second Adar? Amar Papa, Papa says, no, they're not the same opinion because say they're Parshias, he could be Nair. They're going to argue about the four Parshias. Well, how so? The Tanakama says that really the four Parshias should be done for the second Adar. The other Barisha and other. But if let's say you didn't know yet by the, you know, you didn't know yet there's going to be another Shani and you did it all by other Rishain, Beseder. You know, but the Yavid, once it's done, it, it worked. Barmi Mikra Megillah. Which excludes Mikra Megillah, the Afal Gav, the Karbarisha, and Karbishin. Mikra Megillah, however, must be done automatically in the second month. However, Rav Shimon, Rav Eliezer, Rav Shimon, Savar, Rav Shimon argues, and he says, He says, even Mikra Megillah, could be done in the first. Rav Shimon, Gamliel, Savar, Afilu, Seder Parsha, Isi Karbarisha, and Karbishin. Okay? That even the Seder Parsha are done automatically in the second month. So, bottom line, bottom line, the Nafkamin, the difference in Tanakama, Rav Shimon, Gamliel is, the four parshiyos. According to Tanakama, the four parshiyos can be read by Adarishain. So if I make Adarshani later, I will not do the four parshiyos again. Rav Shimon Gamliel holds, we will do the four parshiyos again. The same way we read the Megillah again, we will have Dalit parshiyos again. We will redo Shkolim and Zachar and Para and Chaydash. Okay. Now that we've clarified the three-way Machlokas about the four parshiyos and when we read the Megillah, the Gemara had quoted this Brisa to tell us none of these opinions work with our Mishnah. And the Gemara is now going to show why. Why is it, how, or how is it, that these three opinions, none of them work out with our Mishnah? So let's explain. Money. Who's the Tanakama of our Mishnah? If you're going to tell me the Tanakama of our Mishnah, the, the Tanakama of this Brisa is the author of our Mishnah, Kashiya Matanis. We have a question of Matanis, because in our Mishnah, we said that Matanas Yainim needs to be done again with Megillah. But according to the Tanakama, you only do the Megillah again. You don't do Matanas Yainim again. So he doesn't work because Matanas Yainim, he's going to be in disagreement. And if you can tell me Rebbe Yaisi is the author of our Mishnah, Kashinami Mikra Megillah. He holds that you don't need to read Megillah again in the second month. Our Mishnah said explicitly you do. And if it's a Shimming Amliel, Kasha Seder Parshias. Because our Mishnah says you only have the Shkalim, Zachar, Para, and Chaydesh by the first month. Revel Shimming Amliel holds you got to do it by both. So all three opinions are not going to work perfectly with our Mishnah. So who is it? Answer the Gemara, Lailam Tanakama. Really, the author of Mishnah is the Tanakama. The Tana Mikra Megillah. The reason he said you read the Megillah in the second month. I you left out Matanas Yainim. You're not like our Mishnah. Says the Gemara, he agrees to give Matanas Yainim. I so why didn't you say it? 
because of what we explained earlier in the in the Masechta, in the Perak. Matanas Levyanim always goes hand in hand with the reading of the Megillah. When our poor people read the Megillah, they expect Matanas Levyanim to be given, and therefore he didn't even need to mention it. He took it for granted that we knew when he said, you read the Megillah again, of course you're going to give Matanas Levyanim again. That's one possible answer, how the Tanakhama can be the author of our Mishnah. Another possible answer is, the Tanakhama Mishnah is, Rav Mishnah our Mishnah really is lacking words. And here's what it meant to say, There's no difference between Adarishan and Adar, between Purim Rishan and Purim Sheni. Ella Mikra Megillah Umatanis Umatanis, except for Mikra Megillah and Matanis Levyanim, Halinin Hasbivatinis, Zevazesh Shavim. Vilu Seder Parshia is like Mary. The Mishnah is not talking about Seder Parshias at all. I, we said the Mishnah is not like him because Seder Parshia says no. The Mishnah is not talking about Seder Parshias, but maybe he'll actually agree with me. So Rav Shemuel can also be the author of a Mishnah. It's worthwhile repeating the Taisvus Yomtiv on the Mishnayas, not on this particular Mishnah, but Taisvus Yomtiv on Mishnayas. Um, says whenever you have a chesuri machzor vachidani, it seems like a cop out type of answer. You you have a problem. Are we going to say, oh chesuri machzor? Let's add some words in. This yomtiv had taught us. We mentioned this previously that whenever you find a chesuri machzor, those words were in the original mishnah. What happened was when Tyra Shabal Peh was Tyra Shabal Peh before it was written down. Rabbeim would teach their Talmidim Mishnayis in the ways of poems and songs to help them remember it better. And sometimes the Malamdim would leave out some words from the poem and the song in order to help the children remember it better. And they would just explain it kind of like afterwards. So whenever you find the Chesuri Mechzer, says the Taisus Yabdiv, what this really means is this is how the Mishnah originally read. And we're telling the Amira who quoted the Mishnah, your Rebbe just didn't quote the Mishnah to you correctly. Your Rebbe took these words out of the Mishnah in order to help you and your shir, you and your class, remember it better. Who says the name of Rabbi Yaisi, that the Dalit Parshish need to be said in the second Adam. Okay. These opinions are darshaning the same pasuk. What's the pasuk? It says in Megillah, each and every year. Just like every year, we read the Megillah and we read the Dalit Parshish in the Adar that's right after Shvat. So to over here, even when you have two months, Purim is done, the first Adar after Shvat, which is Adar Rishon. It's the Adar which is right before Nisan in a regular year. So too, you're going to have the Megillah in the second Adar because it is closer to Nisan. But now we have the obvious question. It says, See, you can look at it one way, it needs to be after Shvat. Look at it the other way, it needs to be right before Nisan. Why would you look at it one way over the other? We understand we could say maybe he's a little more logical. Listen, if you could choose to make it the Adar next to Shvat or the Adar next to Nisan, make it earlier. It's a good time. Make it earlier. Why would you pass over an opportunity for a good party? My time, why does he push it off to the second Adar and Darshan to be, oh no, it's the Adar before Nisan. Why is he pushing it off? 
Amr of Tavi, Rav Tavi says, Time to Shimming Amlio, me mismach gula gula adif. He says, better to have gula next to gula. Purim was gula, was redemption in Adar, and Nisan is gula. So we prefer to have Purim in the month directly prior to the month of Pesach. Rav Lazar, Rav Lazar gives another reason, and he says, Time to Shimming Amlio, me hach, the reason from Shimming Amlio is from here, Dachsev Lakayim is Igeris Apurim Azais, Hashainis. To fulfill the Igeris Azais, Hashainis, the second. Uh, the second Purim. So we have a hint as well to have it on, on uh, the second Adar. And it needs to say, And we need both the, the Hashanis and Bechol Shana Vishana. Well, this will be the last step for today. We're on the top of tomorrow's daf. And let's explain. If the Torah would have only, if the Megillah would have said Bechol Shana Vishana each and every year, I would have said, like our question. Yeah, I make it Adarishan. Right? Why would you pass up the opportunity for uh, for a good a good gula dika party? Kamash malan hashenis. So it says the word hashenis, the second adar, next to Nisan. V'yashmin hashenis. Would have said the second adar. Have amina betchila karishan v'sheni. I would have said Purim should be done both in the first adar and the second adar. Kamash malan. Therefore, it lets us know b'chol shana v'shana. Just like every year, there's only one Purim. So to this year's going to be one Purim. The other, but the opinion is going to be which Purim, the second one. Because it says Hashanis, and I prefer to put the Geula next to the Geula. Okay, this Gemara is not completely done yet, but the step is done. We'll hold it here for today. Agutavach, everybody. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening. We'll see everybody tomorrow morning. Bez Hashem at 9.30 a.m. Agitenacht.